This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's a long three, and good! Jimmy freaking Butler puts it in! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Honestly speaking, um, we don't care if you pick us to win. We never have, we never will. Earlier on the show, 14-year NBA veteran Jim Jackson. Still to come, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Actor and director Josh Dumel. Host of ABC's America's Funniest Home Videos, Alfonso Ribeiro. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two, the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're so thrilled that you're joining us here on the Roku channel. This Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. Just had a great chat with our next in-studio guest joining us in about 20 minutes' time, Josh Dumel. Uh, his publicist, Ruth, is here, of course. You know her, T.J. Jefferson. You're not in Altoona, Pennsylvania anymore. <laughs> Ruth, Ruth and I, we, uh, we, we, we've been around the world together. I've got to come out, come out here, you're chit-chatting. And I'm like, of course he knows her. Like, you know everybody here in this town. We go back like a car seat. Okay, I like that. Very good. Um, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. The actor and host of America's Funniest Home Videos, Alfonso Ribeiro, will be here in the studio hour number three. But we start hour number two with one of our favorite guests. And I'm not just saying that because he's on our phone line. Uh, but he is the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He does not do interviews like this very often, so we always appreciate it when he stops by the Rich Eisen Show, as he is about to do. Mike Tomlin back here on the program. How are you doing, Coach? Doing great, Rich. Always great to be on with you. Right back at you. What is life like for you, for Mike Tomlin, middle of May? What's it like? What are you doing these um, days? I'm working on my cardio. Okay. You know, I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Understood. I, I'm on the other side of the draft, so we're out of the draft room, man. I'm trying to get in shape while at the same time I'm getting an opportunity to kind of get the first looks at the beginnings of our football team. We've done a lot in free agency, and now that rookie minicamp is over, we have you know, essentially the team in here working. And so starting to get a sense of what that collective looks like. Okay. So uh, I, I mandated to ask, are we talking uh treadmill? Are we talking uh, stationary bike? What do we talk about here? Like, uh, what uh, elliptical. Doing? Elliptical. Okay. Very good. Elliptical. After, and what are we 20 minutes, 30 minutes? What, I, I'd love to know so what I, you're working so I do 45 in the morning. And I try to do 20 or so at night. Wow. wow. Very impressive. You're leading by example, which you <laughs> always do. I appreciate that. Uh, is there a, uh, a, a, uh, sit down that you have with the rookies one-on-one or on mass that you do every year to tell them about your program, the Steeler way. Is there something you do every year uh, with these guys? Coach? Hey, you're not kidding, Rich, man. As a matter of fact, it's a, it's a program. Um, it runs almost daily days there at, day at work. Um, rookie life skills. Um, it starts every day at one o'clock. Uh, it's a variety of things. Today is nutrition. Um, yesterday, um, it was social media savviness and, and community relations. Uh, earlier this week, we had Clinton Portis in um, talking to those guys about his story, gave him a lot of latitude. And so we do former players. We do specific things pertaining to being professional, uh, money management. Uh, there's so much to talk about with these young people um, that you know, we put it on the calendar. We chew off a little bit of it just about every day. Um, and that will continue now for the for the next month or so. Well, what what do you say to them specifically, Coach? I, I tee up all of all of the discussions, and so um, I, I try to bring professionals or experts in. Um, yeah, I have perspective on money management because I've lived a little bit. I've made some good moves. I've made some bad. Uh, but more than anything, I 
I tee it up. I talk to them about, um, you know, we have resources and, and relationships to help them. We bring them and connect them with experts that can educate them and assist them in ways they may need to be assisted. And so more than anything, I tee up the discussions or provide a little color or, or provide a legitimate story or two to let them know that the, the, the skills that we're working on are real and and if the issues haven't hit them in the face already, they will very soon. I say so. I, I do need to ask you, and whatever you're willing to share, I'd love to hear the whole setup you have to social media, Mike Tomlin. What do you say to these guys about that? <laughs> hey, you know, it, Rich, it is getting much easier to be quite honest with you. Okay. Um, Ten years ago, man, the guys were less savvy. Um, the platforms were more new. They didn't grow up with exposure to it, and so they would trip over themselves quite a bit. Um, this generation of players, I mean, Twitter has been around since these guys were eight, nine years old or whatever now, and so um, they're, they're less apt to trip over some of the things that guys used to. More than anything, we talk to them about how to appropriately use it for their initiatives, whether it's expanding their brand, um, you know, um, projects or, or – or things that they want to support and things of that nature. Um, it, it's more educational in that way in terms of expanding its use as opposed to where maybe the conversation five, ten years ago was more do's and don'ts. I love that. More do's than don'ts. But So uh, do, do you say to them, no going live in the locker room? Do you say that, something like that? See that's, see, that's what I mean. You know, Years ago, man, that was a hot-button topic, yes. right? It was, oh, yeah. The platforms were new. There were no guidelines there were no do's and don'ts in those areas you know those conversations are really not necessary anymore because mm. of you know time just provides clarity um and so you know although everyone knows the story i don't know that it's necessary to have formal discussions about that anymore anybody um that that's in those you know marching in that territory these days probably is just not sharp enough to be with us Mike Tomlin here on the Rich Eisen Show, everybody. All right, so let's just jump into your quarterback here, Coach, and what you expect now uh, from Kenny Pickett, year two. It's his team, full control uh, from jump. What do you expect here? What do you talk to him about? You know, I expect him to kill it, you know, and and I'll describe what I mean by that. Um, You know, it's his second lap around the track, um, He's no longer speculating in terms of what what this business is about, what what the job demands, what the challenges are, what the feel of the process is like, whether it's getting ready for a season or getting ready for a week. Um, he has all of that experience. And so I just think it's reasonable for him to have significant growth in all areas with that understanding, um, to be more engaged in the process and to have an opinion about the process. Um, to to lead more comfortably in his own voice because um, he has deeper relationships with his teammates. He's delivered for him some, and so credibility is there. Um, and so it's reasonable to, to feel that comfort. Um, I'm just looking for him to take a significant step in all areas because he's in position to. Uh, he has experience. He's performed some. He has relationships. He's had some challenges. All of those things are platform, are platforms for growth. And, um, and aside from those things, man, um, he loves it. He's a gym rat. He likes the work. 
Um, he's communicative. He just has all the intangible things uh, that you would expect from a guy um, at that position, but really at any position uh, to, to take a step from year one to year two. Did you Have you noticed a difference just in between the times where you saw him last and you saw him first uh, in this calendar year? You know, I think we can trick ourselves into saying, boy, Kenny really looks good, you know. Yeah. Boy, he really looks comfortable. I don't know that there's a significant difference. I don't know that we've faced enough challenges or or done enough official business for that to be revealed at this point. Um, but we as coaches, man, we can trick ourselves all the time and, you know, lie to ourselves. What Kenny's on it this week, you know, we, we just hadn't been faced with enough challenges for me to really – assess that at this juncture well you also are trying to help him out well let's talk about the draft a little bit mike tomlin here on the rich eisen show uh you took the kid from georgia at tackle uh you got broderick jones in your in your your camp right now um you jumped the line now when when the steelers jumped the line did you did you know the jets are on the clock at this certain time because they swapped spots with Green Bay, and you might have to go get this kid because the Jets might uh, prevent you from getting him? Was that a thought process, Coach? Yeah, we were speculating there. And plus, you know, there there was a run on the position starting, I think, with Darnell Wright uh, at about 10, where they were coming off pretty clean. And, and we just had that as a position of priority. And we had Broderick as an individual of priority. And so – um, we knew with the acquisition of Aaron Rodgers and so forth, they might be fishing in those waters. And so we, we did what we thought we needed to do to get the, the player in the position that, that we coveted. And uh, did you find the one trading partner that you knew would love to let somebody jump the Jets for a prospect the Jets wanted in Belichick, Mike Tomlin? Did you? Did you, you know, I'm not going to delve into the relationship between New England and the Jets. Let's just say I'm glad we found a partner. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sitting there on the I'm sitting there on the draft set saying, oh, what a what an interesting trade partner for somebody who just jumped the line for somebody that we all thought the Jets were going to take. This way, there wasn't a lot of hesitation on New England's end. <laughs> what do you like about this uh, this bulldog? What do you like about him? What do you like? Um, I, I I like that he's first of all he's really talented. The things that you can't coach, the pedigree related things. Um, he's big, he's powerful, he's athletic. Uh, he's got really good body control. Um, he's experienced a lot of success. Um, you know, there's no substitute for success, individual success, collective success, the national championships he's been a part of. Um, I think all of that's a good platform for building a quality career. Um, and he's done it all in a very uh, short period of time. Uh, he's a third-year junior. Um, he just turned 22, I think, two days ago, um, and that's exciting for me. I love young guys. I like to be a part of their growth and development, um, not only as players but as people. Um, he's just got a nice – he's a nice piece of clay, as we like to say. Um, he's got a lot of tools to work with. Um, he's got a nice demeanor. He loves the game. He's an outgoing personality. He's an alpha personality type, all of those things were attractive to it. I'm sure, uh, and Mike Tomlin here on the Rich Eisen Show, you had a ton of offers. Omar Khan and everybody there had a ton of offers between the last pick of night one and the first pick of, of night two when you decided to stay put and take Joey Porter Jr. What was your thought process in that whole moment in time? 
coach? We were we were open to doing business, particularly if, if someone was interested in doing some drastic business. You know, if someone really wanted that pick. Um, we just didn't get enough action to, to stimulate us. Um, there was a guy there that we were very familiar with um, that we that we thought was definitely worthy of that pick. We probably would have been comfortable with him much earlier than that. Um, there was a position of need uh, for us, and so um, it was going to take a significant maneuver by someone to to get us off the spot. But we were open. Uh, it's just prudent business to be open. And and I can't. I mean. Look, I, I don't think you ever did coach Joey Porter. I think he left just as you were arriving um, back in the day. But it's kind of wild, right? Joey Porter's kid wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform, coach. It's it's really cool. Um, my son and Joey Jr. are really good friends. They mm-hmm. have been since they were middle school age, and so he's been at my house quite a bit over the years. And so it's just a really interesting and cool thing to be able to do business with someone that you got a personal relationship, you know their background, man, you've known them since they were a kid, um, and you're not compromising any of the things that you value in terms of the business component of it, the need and all of that. Um, it's just really cool, man. It's, it's something to, um, that I think we're all excited to be a part of. Yeah, it's just a, giving a different meaning to the term play date, huh? <laughs> it's, it's no doubt. Right now. A couple more minutes left with Mike Tomlin. Uh, I I do want to ask you about Darnell Washington, his health and what you think he can do. What, I mean, seeing him at the Combine, he abused the sleds, abused them in a way that uh, some of the linemen didn't. Um, And we all know what he can do uh, on on a route. What do you see for him, Coach? It's it's been so fun, the evaluation process, because when I was evaluating Broderick, I was essentially evaluating Darnell at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. So much of their success, particularly in the run game, was tied to those two guys being shoulder-to-shoulder and moving people and doing the things that they do. And so um, it was a two-for-one. Washington is really talented. Um, He's got an awesome story. Um, I love his appetite uh, for the position, uh, the blocking component of of the position. He's a throwback, if you will. He's a guy that really has really good knowledge itself, and he embraces his skill set, he's excited about the blocking component of the game, and I just think it's awesome when you got a guy that, that values that. Um, his health is, is really good. Um, you know, we're just going to work with him closely about just the day-to-day management of things in an effort to elongate his career and to stay ahead of it probably more than anything. But that's an education process that we're taking all the young guys through. It's just part of being a professional, taking care of your body, maintenance in your body, staying ahead of, of ailments that could slow you down at some point, establishing the type of day-to-day habits that's going to allow him to be consistently available. And so that process is going great. Um, but, boy, I'm really excited about him and his skill set and his shared relationship with Broderick. I think it's just an added bonus. Last one for you, Mike Tomlin. This entire conversation, if anybody's wondering whether your your passion for the NFL and the Steelers and just coaching men and being part of this community is is in any way, shape, or form entering a 17th year, not the same. Uh, I do want to give you the floor on on how you stay fresh as an HC in the NFL like this. And Rich, I, it is so easy to be quite honest with you. I'm not going to act like it's hard. First, I absolutely love football. Um, I love the challenges that that, that this profession and my job presents. Um, I, I love working with players and helping them grow 
individually and collectively. And so the collection of guys changes every year. Um, they're at different stages of their career. Man, I'm excited about working with Cam Hayward in terms of helping him elongate the end of his career. And I'm excited about working with Broderick, um, laying a foundation to get the start of his career uh, out of the station, if you will. And so, you know, when I get out of my car every day, man, the, the challenges are many and often ever-changing, and, and I love it all. Well, I mean, I, I, you, you, I'm not telling any tales out of school. I mean, so many people in your position can also go into a television booth or a studio coach and still be around the league and still have that sense of competition and not the wins and losses and the ups and downs and the pressures and people saying, you know, you haven't done this, you haven't done that. Um, why, why don't you, and that option is definitely available to you, coach. This I absolutely love what you describe as pressure. Um, I, I like the challenges. I like to compete. Um, I like to be questioned. I like to be up against it. I just got enough knowledge of self that I just know that I need that in my life. Man, if I wasn't working in that way, man, I'd probably drive my wife crazy. Um, and, you know, I just really don't have a strong desire to 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 evaluate my peers in, in that way, to participate in the game in that way. I respect it and I appreciate it. I think our fans need it. I think it's very helpful to us in terms of bridging the gap between what we do and, and helping our fans appreciate it. It's just not my area of expertise or desire, man. I'm I, I like to I like to get I like to get my nails a little bit more dirty, Coach. Well, I, as I mentioned at the top of the interview, I, I don't take for granted you calling in the show uh, as much as you have throughout the years. And once again, here, truly appreciate it. Love talking to you. Makes me want to run through a wall. I literally would run through a wall right now. It's pretty crazy. It's man, hey, 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 stay stay by your phone, man. I may need you anytime. <laughs> I'm here. I can. Oh, oh and, and so and, and let me leave you in a better spot. Here's a great way. I don't know if you you need this uh, when you talk to your players about social media. Here's here's a phrase that you might want to borrow. Hover before you hit send. Hover with your thumb. Hover before hitting send. That might be a, a way to go about it. Hover. Don't think about it. Rich. What do you think? Rich, I appreciate that. I love it. I won't even cite you, man. Take it. Um, Take it. That's that, that's that big blue education, man. Much respect to big blue. I, I, <laughs> I noticed you didn't draft any of them, but that's okay. That's all right. Just not every year. It doesn't happen. You know, you know, stay tuned. Pace, you, pace yourself. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Coach. Appreciate it. You know it always, brother. Take care. Right back at you. That's Mike Tomlin, Thanks, everybody. Coach. The Pittsburgh Steelers bringing his Mike Tomlin game, as always. Like I said, you want to bet against him? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Steelers are making the hey, playoffs. Listen, I hope all Steelers fans just heard that from beginning to end and understand what a treasure, how lucky you are. You're so lucky. You have no idea how lucky you are. I understand nine and eight. That's not what you want. He doesn't want it either. So lucky. Consistency and excellence and passion and understanding and caring. I mean, Rich, time provides clarity. Time provides clarity. You like that one? I like that one. That's not a bad one. Not bad. Time provides clarity. He wants to get his nails dirty. Doesn't want to go in a booth. He's never been around Mike, uh, uh, Michael Irvin or, or uh, Mooch eating with their hands. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> He's awesome. Man. He is. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's take a break. Josh Dumel for crying out loud. Going to be a tough two-shot for the kid, but I'm going to do it because despite there being an I in Rich and Eisen, I'm a team player as well. Josh Dumel coming up to talk about Buddy Games, Spring Awakening, and his Vikings coming up. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, we just gave a round of applause to Josh Dumel. We just saw a clip on the Roku Channel only segment of Buddy Games Spring Awakening, available in select theaters tomorrow and on digital June the second. Yes, well done, sir. Thank well done. you. Oh, I wish we would have shown your your cameo in this thing. Well, you know what? That's people who've got to go see it. By the way, it's not just my cameo; it's Chris it's Brockman's everybody. cameo, Mike Del Tufo, T.J. Jefferson. We're all in it. In a fantastic uh, film opening montage. Don't want to spoil too much. You got to yeah. see it. Yeah. Uh, we're not the only ones um, in it as well. It's very well done. Thank you. And we just saw a clip uh, again uh, at a funeral where an urn gets passed around amongst <laughs> much of the cast like it's a football. So um, I, I, I have to ask. I have to ask this question to start our interview off. Josh Dumel, what are you most proud of? Your directing. By the way, a very well directed scene. Thank you. Um, or that throw of the urn. That was quite the spiral. Which Oof. one are you most proud of? I think I'm more proud of the throw. <laughs> I mean, that thing was a little bit bigger than a football, so it was a little, a little bit, bit grip. And I actually had to rifle a few times for D- Dylan to catch it. Yes. And one of the times I threw it, and it went right through his hands and... Oh, no! Oh. Broke his glasses, cut his nose. <laughs> I'll never forget him. I'll never forget him like, oh, oh he looks up. I see blood. He's like, am I okay? Am I okay? And I was like, yeah. We got to get you looked at, and so yeah, yeah, we're lucky he didn't break a nose. So we had to we had to call a timeout on on filming that day. Yeah, well, for a minute, but he's a he's a gamer. That dude, he jumped well, right back in. Kevin Dillon is Kevin Dillon. He man. is such a stud, that dude. But he also he needs better hands. Terrible what? hands. <laughs> Terrible hands. Come on. Went through. I, I got to take some stink off of it when I'm throwing such a short. <laughs> you pass. only know one you speed. Know? You can yeah. zip it in there. Yeah. 
Fantastic. I'm like uh, I'm like the kid from Kentucky, Will uh, Levis. Will Levis. Just one speed. He has a cannon. Yes. And seeing he was having his he, show. He's not afraid to tell everybody about it. <laughs> you're, the Will, you're the Will Levis of Buddy Games Spring Awakening. So what, is, what does that make Kevin Dillon? Oh, don't do that. Uh, we, can't, we can't play it. We can't do any receivers like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did, I mean, yeah, yeah, you played quarterback, right, back in the day? A long time ago. Right. Minot State University. Okay. Yeah, go Beavers. So way before Carson Wentz and Trey Lance, there was Josh Dumel. They were babies when I was there. See, I was I played there from 92 to 94. Okay. 92, 93, 94, 95. Actually. You were the original North Dakota quarterback that people well, need, you know, need there, to talk about. There were a few before me, but yes. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so, Buddy Games, Spring Awakening, you directed this. A hell of a cast, man. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. you put these guys together. It looks like this would have been a uh, – it just looks on the screen that the shoot itself was similar potentially to the actual film here. Yeah, I mean, you know? I wanted this to – this is – listen, we're not making high art here. I wanted to make a movie. <laughs> I wanted to make a movie that, that I would want to see. I love yes. the Todd Phillips movies. I love the Fairley Brothers movies. This sure. movie is ridiculous. Uh but it's you know it, it it's it it had to be uh, reminiscent of my actual buddies who the movie is based on. Yes, and I needed guys who would who felt like that. Who, who when you watch this, you believe that these guys would ride or die with each other. So wait a minute, how much of this is based on real like? So every year, Rich, we do the buddy games. Me and my buddies have done it for like twenty five years. Right, and and it, it probably even before that, it started with wiffle ball and. You know, and, and, and it just sort of as an excuse to get the guys back together every third weekend of August, every single year. Yes. We all get together and for a weekend of ridiculous games. So you got something that you don't mind revealing from the film that you actually did? Like this is that you've. Uh, from yeah, either of them? Yeah. Or, well, you know? so the, 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 the story of this one is that, you know, after we steal the urn, like you just saw, yes. we flee in my helicopter, which I took to the funeral, which people normally do yes <laughs> i told you it was high art <laughs> and and we're when we're up in the air we realize holy crap what did we just do did we just break the law we're going to jail yeah and then we're like no we're not going to jail but we got to figure out what we're going to do with this urn where are we going to spread his ashes and we decide we're going to go where Durfee, Dak shepherd's character from the first movie yes was happiest where he first fell in love and that was spring break 1997 <laughs> and so we decided we're just going to go back to the uh, we're going to go back to the uh, beach not knowing that it, 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 right in the middle of spring break we're yes. just going to go to the beach have a peaceful sort of goodbye and we get there and we're still in our suits from the funeral and we realize it is right in the middle of it and of course we decide we well we're here we might as well have a beer okay two beers or 19 <laughs> and a shot maybe two shots and then we're going to go home and so uh, from there, it just goes completely off the rails. And it's now in theaters coming up this very Friday, select yes. theaters tomorrow, and then on digital June 2nd. Yeah. The director and one of the stars of Buddy Game Spring Awakening, Josh Jumel here on The Rich Eisen Show, and um, also in this film, uh, James Rode Rodriguez, fellow Viking fan Nick Swartzen. Yeah, in this sir. program as well. Yeah, that's how I first met Nick. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, just out of, I think it was a Vikings baseball game or, or football game or something or yeah. or somewhere at some For point years and probably when I first started in this business 23 years ago I think I met him and he had his Vikings hat on that was like the first time we really connected right. and we've always stayed in touch since so we we had Swartzen on I it wasn't the past Vikings postseason it was maybe two or three years prior a few years ago he came on and um Vikings I think that was the one where they beat New Orleans right that mm -hmm. was 
unfortunately, you can well, there were you can two. remember you can remember the one time that they won in the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. Unfortunately, yeah, well, so we, we won the year before with uh, Case Keenum, I right. believe was the uh, was the so maybe that Minneapolis. was it. Maybe that's when it was because they went on a great run all the way to Philadelphia and then it, got our asses kicked. That but is correct. The following year, we beat the Saints again right, with in Cousins. New Orleans with, with Cousins. Cousins. Yes, indeed. Thielen and. Uh, uh, Rudolph both had amazing catches they in that did. game. They was in, in overtime. Yeah. Anytime you, we beat Sean Payton, I am all about I'm it. Sure. <laughs> oh, that dude. What do you, got against, what dude. you got against him? Well, I mean, Bounty Gate against Favre. Oh. Says he didn't know anything about it, but he did. Okay. And then at the Minneapolis Miracle, I was actually at that game, too. And, you know, they we were kicking their butts the whole game, and they came back, and, and we're about to win it. Correct. And, and he starts going to the crowd like, oh, 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 he's doing the skull, yeah, mocking, like skull. mocking the fans. And then we hit that pass uh, to win the to win the game. Yes, you did. You know, you know, the Vikings play the Broncos this year. I don't know if you're aware of do that. We? Yes, you do. You will cross paths with uh, with Mr. Peyton again. But don't you kind of respect that in a way? Like so many coaches, what? coaches are very corporate. Like they don't they don't do smack. Well, I, I listen, mean, I don't mind you know, talking smack. That that didn't bother me. The bounty gate really bothered me. That okay, was a dirty pool. I could understand that. Yeah, that I was that, that. that one because that was our year. That was our year to go to the Super Bowl. Well, the reason why I brought up Swartzen not only because he's in your movie, but I do believe that year. He 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 was going to come on in the middle of the playoffs, and he was booked. And he calls me up, and he goes, "I I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it." And I'm like, "That's that's fine. I'm like, cool." And he, he goes, "I got to tell you why." Because he calls me up, and he tells me the reason why is because they won week that first week in the playoffs. He had to go back to the same spot in the same bar to sit in the same chair because if they lost. He would blame it on himself for not being back in the same spot. <laughs> oh man! And I, yeah. I, I, I'm like, okay. First of all, I appreciate you wanting to call and explain to me why you're canceling on the program. Yeah. Uh, and I respect it. Yeah. I, I respect it, despite the That's the insanity. Very superstitious. Don't yeah. you think? I mean. Yeah. He's a, he's a weird bird. He's a weird. Well, bird. that's why you have him in your film as well, right? He's Nick. Who's Sean Payton? No, oh, Nick Swartzen. Oh, I thought you were talking about Sean Payton. No, this oh, is Nick you're talking Swartzen. about Nick Swartzen did yeah, this. He called me up. He's like, I can't do it. Yeah, that sounds. Well, that's what he said. He's also very social. He's got he's got like a social uh, thing. I think when every time I, we need to go do press for this movie, yes. the last one and this one, he suddenly disappears. Uh, what do you mean? He ghosts on you? Yes. That's, that's two, two years ago. Actually, I did one interview with him yesterday, and he was in Florida, and it was the day after his birthday, so it was uh, it was it was an interesting. He was beat interview. up a little bit. He, <laughs> a little he little played bit. hurt. He played hurt. Nick he played a little hurt. He did, but I got to say that dude shows up in a big way for these movies. He shows up on days he's not even working just to help punch scenes up. I I, I love Nick. He's I good people, too. man. He's um, one of my best friends. Buddy Games, Spring Awakening here, uh, Josh Jumel on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, it's also, this film is perfectly timed. You're, you're I'm sure, completely unaware of this. Uh, but Chris Brockman's about to go appear at a charity golf tournament this weekend as a celebrity, and he has been billed as an actor. Really? Yes. <laughs> I got to say, man, you did a really nice job you, in, a, in, in your cameo for the movie. Yes. All you guys did. It's perfectly timed because when he shows up in the, in the fivesome as the yeah. actor celebrity yeah. of the group and they can look at him and say, you know, what have you been yeah. in? Hey, in select theaters near you this very weekend, buddy games, Spring Awakening. You know so, what, Rich? This you're is like, great. You're like the Steph Curry of sports Talk. Okay. How so? You just you 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 you're not a you don't you don't need the limelight. 
Oh, you are the leader. I share the Clearly, basketball. you've got the biggest desk, but you also have these. <laughs> you also have these amazing guys that you let shine. I do. You know, and I can, just like Steph Curry, and I could still make the big shot when needed. Right? Exactly. That's pretty much too. Let's talk. Can we talk about your forty really quick? Uh, please. Sure. What I was you? addicted. I was addicted to you over uh, the draft. I'm a big Thank draft you. junkie. Thank you. And and every year I watch the I watch the forty yard dash. In the suit, that's become that's become a real thing. It is. <laughs> I mean, look at look at look at the logo. It's basically Jordan's that logo. It. That is it. That is me running the fort. And the funny thing is, is that when they first came up with the logo of the show, the idea of it, and put it in front of me, saying, "What do you think?" About now, nine years ago, the uh, the silhouette was too accurate to my form, where the right leg yeah. was kicked out like awkwardly, <laughs> and I watched them Photoshop it into a much more athletic. Yes, pose. but you've worked on your form. I can tell. You actually go bit. out and do sprints. Well in advance of that race. Come on. Let's be honest. I don't want to ruin the magic. I don't want to show you the man behind Dude, the curtain. You were just like, bam, bam, bam. What's your 40 time? Do we know? Uh, six, two, four. That's it? pretty good in a full suit. And By the way, at age 53. 53. Yeah. On top. At the room. You're still light on your feet. You know, you still got, you still got some bounce. Bless you, sir. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. I don't know. Mine would not look like that. I'll tell you that Come right now. On. It would not. What do you mean? I just, what you know, you? I just. Come on. What would I you, just, like, if you ran a 40 I, My right legs now. don't have the same bounce they used to. They don't. I have a feeling you, I have a feeling you could, you could do six. You'd run a six. Me, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Not probably not in a suit. Okay. Yeah. That's the, by hey. the way, that is also a very important note. Do my, you have a looser fitting suit? I don't. For that particular no, race? No, no. They, I'm, I, it's perfectly tailored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and I just think, I just, th I think fast. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You I do. just try to be fast, but I don't train. Yeah. I don't train at all. I don't which upsets it. Susie. I don't it's believe it. It upsets my wife significantly. That uh, I do not train. I don't, but I appreciate you saying. Are you going to be doing that? You're going to be doing that till you're 75 no, years old. I don't old. think so. Come on, I, I man. Next year's 20, and I'm thinking of dropping the mic after that. Really? I don't, yeah, I mean, at some point, you God, know. Keep doing it. All right. As long as you don't pull something or break if, something. If you're asking. Can't we just do a uh, charity golf tournament? No. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> By the way, you, if you want to, we, we run it at the Rose Bowl every let's year. Do you want to run it next year? What, the uh, 40? The, yeah. I'll come I'll out and run that with I'll you. Give, I'm literally giving you 11 you months of a heads up. Okay. I'll start yeah. I'll start training. Yeah. I will start training. There you go. Do it. Do, do I have it. to wear a suit? No. You I, I will if you need me to. I'd like you to run in a full Vikings uniform. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of their draft? Uh, I think they did a good job. Nobody knows. I mean, it's hard to say. It's you know, totally. Addison seems really talented. We had him here, what, three weeks before the draft? You wanted him in New England, Chris. Oh, I did. I wanted, you wanted him in the worst way. Yeah. He's... Yeah, he, I think him he's going to be good. Yeah. Yes, I think, and and he, I think he emulates Diggs, doesn't he? I think that's what he. Yeah. So you kind of. I mean, I wasn't sure that was our biggest need, right? Considering we've got we've got really good receivers and tight ends already, but defensively is probably what defensively you're thinking is about. What, what I was thinking because we were so you know porous last year, right? But I trust O'Connell. I think that those guys have I, a good. I do like him. Good. Uh, handle on what this team needs I, I like what do you think about jaron hall from byu again it's just another one where yeah. sure i've i've heard about him yeah. and I'm, it's not like i'm an all yeah. 22 tape head but yeah and everyone thinks he's very talented mm -hmm. i i you have no idea yeah we have zero idea is, you know so, it, pan out. so much of it comes down to the program that they're in how yes. well they develop within that and how how they 
can translate whatever abilities they have to this next level because some yeah. really can and some of them kind of buckle. Right. You know, and it's going to be interesting to see how he how he develops. Before I let He's, you go, can I get a uh, a good James Conn story out of you from back oof, in the day? Where do I begin? I got to keep this PG though, right? Uh, 13. Yeah. Okay, PG, PG 13, 13. You know, cusp of R. All right. You uh, know, a, a little bit more... Um, uh, a little bit less blue than than Buddy Games Spring Awakening. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, there's so many. I just dearly love that dude. He was just such a great mentor to me. Uh, the first one, the first he'd be the first one to say, "Hey, kid, do as I do, do as I say, don't do as I did." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, he was. He, I remember where he was. There's a few of them, but I'll, this is the one that comes to the top of my head. Is sure. that we were in a we were talking about. Um, movies and what our favorite movies were and I said The Godfather and I was talking about what I loved about it and I asked him have you ever met Brando? He's like are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I was sunny you dip <laughs> so hold on a second I was like oh I'm yeah sorry. you were in that movie you were in that movie oh, God, you, it just... slipped your mind well, that he I was just, in it The just, Godfather? I, did, I didn't connect the two at the time of course I knew he was Sonny Corleone in the movie right but I was I didn't connect it when I was talking about Brando and The Godfather for whatever reason. How did you How do you come back from that with James? I don't Conn? think he ever fully <laughs> regained any respect from after that. <laughs> but I can understand, like if you're around him personally, he's just Jimmy Conn. I this mean, is, we, we had him on the show multiple times. Yeah. I've been to his charity golf tournament multiple times. That's before what he I passed, went to you know, that too, yeah. And, and, you know, obviously, he's the iconic James Conn. Well, he's that he's that guy who, to to, for better or worse, was he was the most affable dude you could ever meet. He was he would talk to everybody on set. He always had a story, uh, but it, one of his downfalls, in a way, was that when things were too copacetic, when things were too nice and peaceful, it made him antsy, and he would figure out something to to to, to you'd stir the pot. He was a mixer. Yeah, he needed drama around him in order to like really feel like he was alive <laughs> but to be around him man on oh, a tv man. show set like that? he would do things like i was green i had only i'd only been on a soap opera for three years before that so i was still very green yeah and i remember we'd do a scene and i and i think like i'm, I'm, I'm doing the dance with jimmy Conn right now okay here we go <laughs> and i'm gonna act my balls off <laughs> we do the scene he'd look at me and go hey kid Come here for a minute. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. Every time he said, hey, kid, come here for a minute, I knew that he had, he had a full ledger of notes that he wanted to walk me through. But you know what? At the time, I was like, oh, I was uncomfortable because he was, he was literally giving me notes after a scene or to, for the next take. And thank God he did Mm-mm. because it made me a better actor. You know, it really, he really did take the time to teach me what he knew. A blessing. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. Truly. Check out Buddy Games Spring Awakening, available in select theaters again tomorrow and on digital June the 2nd. You will enjoy the works of Josh Dumel and Kevin Dillon, Nick Swartzen, and Chris Brockman, also an actor. Yes. <laughs> Just in time Amen. for him to show off his acting credits. <laughs> I went plural. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. It's acting credits for uh, one thing the charity golf me. outing. There you go. Very good. Thanks for coming on. Brother. Hey, thanks for having me. You're the, you're the best. Thanks you for coming. You guys are the in. best. Thanks. At Josh Jumel on both Twitter and Instagram. Check it all out. Buddy Games Spring Awakening. We are back with more on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. All righty. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind the scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. The Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Uh, once again, uh, you know our guests come in here and they are very comfortable telling stories and whatever. So an S bomb just got dropped, and we apologize for that. But we love Josh Dumel. Go see his movie, Buddy Games, Spring Awakening in a theater near you. What a great story with James Con. I can't believe <laughs> imagine not, that. No, what the heck? I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show deck, desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Again, perfect timing. Chris, when you, you're taking a flight to Jacksonville tonight, I imagine? In three hours. Fantastic. Um, and Suze will be in that seat uh, tomorrow, and uh, I appreciate her um, pinch hitting. Um, I think you're going to set her up with a what's more likely for uh, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, Terrific. Fun what's Great. more likely. Uh, but uh, I bring all this up that you're going to Jacksonville tonight. It is the Kevin Rahm Charity Golf Tournament um, in uh, support of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. You know what that means to me and us here. Yes. Um, and um, we've been talking all week. This is, I mean, it's been so much fun that we learned on the air that you <laughs> revealed to us that you are... Um, I've been you've been uh, billed as actor, actor. Uh, as the as the celebrity in the group actor, not Rich Eisen show, no, um, not, not even just like sports broadcast, not, not even that. Um, that would be even more accurate than actor. Yeah. But, but but perfect. I mean, jabroni. but perfect. The jabroni, jabroni, jabroni is that's more fitting yeah, that's than actor. Yeah, jabroni on, on Tuesday, maybe Emmy winner. You're going to meet all of us in New York City over the weekend. Right. Next yeah. Monday and Tuesday, we'll be uh, we'll be off. Um, hopefully, collecting uh, a few golden uh, ladies. You know, I don't know, Rich. I think the problem is if this does happen, God willing, I don't think any of us are going to know how to act after that. I can I'll explain. Know. I, I can, don't think any of us going to. Oh, Mike, 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 walk <laughs> us through what it's like. Will you please, you Mike, walk us through what enough. it's like. You're not even going to be there. I know. I'm sad. No, I know that. You've got. I have to stay here, though. I'm. I understand. You're helping out, Uh, Mike. It's your. You're again. And I am going to the Lakers game Monday night. There you go. Just as an addendum. Good I mean, to know. I, gotta, I guess somebody asked me Thanks. if I wanted to go, and I'm okay. taking a date. Are you working here? Or are you going as a date? Oh, I'm taking a date. That we'll just keep it at that. Well, again, I hope we're all going to be um, hanging out with our new friend Emmy. I'm not going to be with you guys. At any rate, you're so sad that you're taking a date to yeah, the Laker yeah, game. Yeah, so sad. I, I know. Like, so hopefully we'll come back on the air next week and we'll get full accounting of uh, of Emmy wins and uh, and Mike. Tell, is 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 the date that you're taking to the Laker game named Emmy? Is that her name? Oh, Ab- no. Okay. Oh. All right. <sighs> Long story short. Sorry. When you arrive in Jacksonville, will you go look up a theater 
that has Buddy Games Spring Awakening in that actual establishment. So when they say to you, oh, what movies have you been in? What, what, you know, what, you're, what have you been in? You go, as a matter of fact, uh, just down the street, you know, at the, the whatever movie theater it's called, uh, I'm in that movie right there. Yeah. And how many people who are actual actors at this tournament would be able to say that? You might be one of the only yeah, ones. the only one. I actually have a movie in a theater right now <laughs> here in Jacksonville. Maybe that's why they build them as such. They yeah. do. Tell me about your TV show, Richard Kind. <laughs> there is an AMC Classic 12. That has Buddy in that, Jacksonville? That's in Jacksonville. Hey. Oh, you got to go sign autographs. Yeah. Go yeah. sign autographs. Just go stand outside and wait yeah, for people to come out. Hey, everybody. Look who's on the ticket holder line <laughs> signing autographs. <laughs> if you did that. Is there such a thing, ticket holder lines anymore? I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Last one I was on one of them was, I think, AMC for Revenge Regency? of the Jedi. Return Ooh. of the Jedi. Okay, sorry. that's a minute. Let's get some showtime. You know, um, we can take pictures. Me but look, man, we, we were just walking around, you know, Phoenix, and people were stopping us. So I don't see any True. reason why he, hand, he hangs out. Inside the AMC, you know. Let's do this. <laughs> he does <laughs> I would. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, All right. Let's go to the phone lines here on the Rich Eisen Show. Been hanging on forever. Uh, who's that in, uh, here in Los Angeles? Cy. in LA. You're here on the Rich Eisen. What's up, Cy? Hey, Rich. How you doing, guys? What's going What's on? Cy? Is your last name Young? <laughs> <laughs> No, is but it I Sperling? Get that question a lot when people ask who I'm named after. Okay. It is say You know, you spell it like Cy Young. Got it. But no, my la- my last name is actually Creamer, like coffee creamer. Oh, Cy Creamer. All right. Yeah, which works amazing in audition rooms. Okay. Um, <laughs> always a joke. Ah, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But um, no, I I've been thinking about calling a bunch of times, but today felt like the good day because. The superstitions came up. I'm a. I came out. Uh, I was born a Buffalo Bills fan. Let's say that. Um, and uh, due to my mom being in her fandom, and we, I've had superstitions for so long. And I actually, <laughs> I had a resentment against an ex-girlfriend because she made me move my position. I had to go from her room watching the Buffalo Bills versus the Dallas Cowboys in the Sunday night football game 16 years ago to a different TV because she wanted to watch the Hills, and um, <laughs> we lost by a field goal. And so it's it her, fault. her fault. It's her fault? her fault? It's her fault or the Hills' fault? fault? Which one is it? Is it Sophia's Bu- yeah. Sophia Bush's fault or your girlfriend's fault? Is, was she in that? No. I, it's uh, it's it's the everybody's Hills? fault. I, ne- I never watched an episode of The Hills due to the resentment. Um, I, I called my uncle afterwards, and he was like, well, it was nice knowing her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, so, you That's know, harsh. And, you know, those, super, those superstitions are, are tough. I had a friend last year who was like, how does it feel to be that powerful? That's true. And, uh, That's the whole thing. Exactly. Thanks for the call, Cy. Appreciate it. That's oh, Cy. Sure. Thanks for taking it. You got it. That's well, brother. Cy Creamer, everybody. Hey. Drive around LA. Here we go. Everybody. Is he in Van Nuys? Ooh. All right. So <laughs> that means he's an hour away. Wow. So <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I just got that. Mike got a down to go this home. Guy, man. He's just like a way homer. He lives in Torrance. Uh, he's, he's, 
actually better. Are you that? that you're not that quick. superstitious, are you? Like I used to be as uh, when I was a no, kid. When I was when I was a younger, kid, when I was yeah, younger, yeah, yeah, watching yeah. Yankee games, I literally thought I was by, yep. by where I was watching same. affecting balls and strikes. Oh, and what outs I was what I was wearing. The, I made sure I ate the same lunch that day. Did you really? Yeah, just like crazy dumb. Coop stuff. this year for um, Little League, he had to have bacon and eggs before each one. 